Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Well, here we are, January 1, 2023. And if you're able to listen to this podcast, you have made it through another year. Some of you have made it through the year a little better than others. And I hope that this year will be an even better year for those that made it through well, and especially for those that maybe did not do as well in 2022. Well, since I did my last podcast, I have recovered from the COVID. I am continuing to work, although off for the holidays until Tuesday. But I want to talk to you this week just about some things. And in the service I went to this morning, they kind of succinctly put it. So I'll give the kudos to my preacher, Greg Abels for what I'm about to say, putting it succinctly. But I've been thinking about these things to start off the year. How do we have a good year? And one thing he brought out was that people that make resolutions versus people that make goals. Those that make resolutions aren't very successful. Most of the time, they don't even meet those resolutions at all when they get back to the end of the year and look back. But those people that make goals, 80% of them fulfill their goals. They reach them. So I think that's the first thing I want to share with you. Make goals for yourself this year. The next thing I want to tell you, he challenged us to pray about some things and to look for these things in our own life and in the lives of others, and I think it would be good. We need to think about healing. Our nation needs healing. Maybe some relationships need healing. Maybe your finances need healing, but all of us need healing in some way. The second thing was, is to think on hope. Hope for ourselves, for a good future, and a good future for other people. And he said, laugh. We that call ourselves Christians have known for a long time, and then research came along and proved it too, that laughter is one of the best medicines in life. And so find a way to laugh this year. And as I tell my classes on stress management, not a wimpy little giggle. But I mean, learn to laugh until you belly laugh, laugh till you have tears running down your face. You know, really laugh and then seek peace. Maybe it's peace with your boss, peace with your spouse, peace with some estranged relatives or peace with your children. I don't know what it is. There are so many areas that you could maybe need peace in. And so along with praying and thinking about these areas, maybe your goals could include some of these areas. Now, he then gave some ideas about how to succeed in finding happiness. And uh, one thing he said was create it. Happiness doesn't just happen. We have to create it a lot of times by the activities we go in and all. And so I thought that was pretty good. And the other thing is happiness is not a goal. Happiness happens as we're going towards our goals. We feel accomplished and we feel good about ourselves and we feel a sense of success and happiness when we reach those goals. And so another thing is our habits create our happiness. You can't be happy if all you ever do is consider the negative. If you're an Eeyore, if you just, oh, woe is me, it's another day. I suppose. No, we don't want to be that way. We have to create our own happiness. The other thing is happiness is based on happenings. And that's temporary because most things that happen to us are really temporary. And another thing he said was happy habits are as addicting as bad habits, but they're more rewarding because the bad habits usually take us down a hole we don't want to go 
or need to go. And then he said three things that could relate to anybody, and a fourth thing, especially for those that believe in Jesus. Now, the first thing is believe in people. And where I work sometimes at a criminal justice authority where we house prisoners, it's hard to believe in people because like most human beings, you look at people and you say, hmm, they're in jail. Must not be very good people. They must not have what it takes to live a good life. Well, that's not necessarily true. It's probably true that maybe they are lacking some resources, but on the other hand, maybe they just made some dumb decisions. I've found that to be true in 25 years of working in a jail, that you can believe in some of the people there because they've just made bad decisions. They're not really bad people, although there are some really bad people in jail. But I don't think it's only true for people in jail. It's true in general that sometimes we find it hard to believe in people because they've disappointed us. They've let us down. And I would simply ask you, do you believe in yourself? Now, some of you may say you don't, and I hope during this year, by setting goals and seeking happiness and peace and laughter and all those things, that you will begin to believe in yourself. But you know something? You've let others down, and you've let yourself down. So I would be surprised that maybe you don't believe in yourself. But start believing in yourself and believe in other people. Secondly, have a vision for the future. Now, part of that is, is don't deal with people on how it is. Tell them how it can be and tell yourself how it can be. And then have that vision for the future to raise their expectations to fulfill that goal, to see what you see in them. This is especially true with your employees. So many times they are so focused on doing right and doing good, that they mess up. And then we say, oh, gee, they've messed up. And are they ever going to get it? Well, we need to raise their expectations and tell them they can get it, and they can do it, and spur them on to do it. Have that vision for the future. This is where you are now. But it's not where you have to stay. This is where you can go. We need to do that for people. And then be patient with people's progress. I'm 68 years old, and I still have a ways to go. And I guarantee if you ask my family, my friends, my associates, even though they may tell you, those that have known me for a long time, that I'm a lot different and better than I used to be, they'll still tell you I have my moments. So if it's taken me 68 years to get this far and still have places to go, man, if you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, don't give up hope. You just need to keep going and be patient with those behind you. Be patient with those that are ahead of you because they might be a little impatient with you because they forget what it was like to be where you are. And if you're the one at the further end, be patient because you aren't where you are because you got there at 90 miles an hour. Sometimes you made zero miles an hour, sometimes 20, 30, sometimes 70, whatever, but you didn't get there overnight. So be patient with people's progress. And then the last one, love people like Jesus does. Now, I want to tell you something about that. Jesus is not a cosmic Santa Claus. He loves people the way they truly need to be loved. And loving means telling the truth. Loving means even in telling the truth, you stand beside them, you pull them up, and you help them go forward. You don't put them down. You don't stomp on them. You don't leave them in the ground. But also, you don't lie to them. You don't tell them it's okay when it's 
not okay. You can tell them it can be okay, but you don't tell them it's okay. You don't let them do whatever they want to do when you know that what they're doing is going to cause them a problem, and it's going to cause them to fall and fail. You know, sometimes it's hard for me as a Christian to read what Jesus said because I don't do it, and I know I'm failing, but I know he never fails. And because he loves me, he always does the right thing, even if it means through his word or speaking to my spirit, telling me things I'd rather not hear, but I need to hear. You know, we're living in a culture right now that says, oh, go pursue your truth. It's your truth. It's whatever you feel. It's whatever. And in many cases, that is destructive to those. But we think that's loving them, and that's not loving them. Loving them is telling them the truth and doing whatever it takes, even if it costs us. Maybe it'll cost us a friendship. Maybe it'll cost us some business. Maybe it'll cost us some time. But Jesus loved in a way that even though it cost him his life, because it was best for us, that's what he did. That's true love, not just a giddy feeling letting everybody do what they want to do because they think it's their truth. Because sometimes we know by the facts, even though so many people don't want to believe there's facts that are foundational today, there are some of those, and we tell them the truth about it. That's really loving like Jesus. So that's what I wanted to say to you in this new year. I hope you have a great 2023, and as always, blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.